Hey, hello everyone. Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 84 of PPG Grandpa's Spare Motor Podcast, clearproptv.com, and paratalk.org. I've been in this paramotor arena for a little bit, okay? And I've heard of way too many people getting their fingers caught in the prop, getting hurt, um, drowning, and is breaking my heart. And it's like, why are we not making these paramotor a little bit more safer? Like, why, why should strobes be an upgrade? You know, why should stronger netting be an upgrade, you know, and, and cost so much? You know, why, why, you know, why, why doesn't uh, everyone have like an airbag underneath their seat? So if they come down too hard, you know, they're not breaking their freaking spine. I mean, why are we not putting more protection into the paramotors? I know that we want to make them light as possible, but how about safety? I mean, is safety an issue with anybody? Uh, one of the things that we want to do is um, make some paramotors that are a lot safer that incorporate everything all the safety features already into them so a couple of us disabled veterans are getting together and we've come up with a name for the company we're going to call ourselves the flight brothers and anybody that's out there right now any disabled veterans um, or any veterans at all some people in the military that you know have skills or have ideas to make paramotors better please let me know email me at ppggrandpa at gmail.com and uh, let me know that you're interested we're, we're coming up with a, a company and we want to really raise the bar when it comes to the industry standards of making paramotors i mean you know just as last week we had a couple of people getting their fingers caught in the prop you know i mean uh more people get hurt by prop strikes than anything else in our sport and more people die for uh drowning in our sport you know so why are these frames not hollowed out with maybe styrofoam on the inside or some way of making them already floatable so if you do land in the water you know you're not drowning you know why 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 are these um harnesses why do they not have hook knives you know that are already in there i mean it's part of the system so we're asking on this particular podcast what would you like to see in a paramotor and, and a trike you know one of the things that we want to do also is build a paramotor that has a lifelong warranty on it you know and free annual inspections so you know every year you know that when it comes back from our shop you know after the annual inspection you know that everything's perfect all the welds are great you know the the netting's perfect and everything's great and if anything needs to be replaced or fixed it's it's extremely low price or cheap you know or free you know i mean i don't know how we're going to do this but we got to make these paramotors a lot safer than they are um companies that are just pumping out these uh these rickety old tiny paramotor frames without safety you know uh i don't know i, I there's got to be something so what do you think safety when it comes to paramotors is it just all about up to the pilot or should there be more safety things or safety concerns when it comes to building our paramotor frames and trikes that's the questions that we're asking this week on pvg grandpa's paramotor podcast what do you want to see in paramotors their frames uh, engines the safeties 
you know, I know that everybody wants a light backpack with the motor on it. I understand that. It's, it's on your back. But, you know, people are walking away with less digits. And people are, you know, their motors are dying and they're going into water and drowning. I, I, I don't... I don't like this and it breaks my heart and I hate hearing about this and I want to do something about it. So this is part one and next week we're going to follow up with more information and we're going to try to come up with a couple of prototypes this week as far as a safety, when it, as far as safety, when it comes to building a paramotor and what we can do to make the next paramotor a lot safer. Without further ado, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. And please come over to clearproptv.com and watch our podcast live every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern here. So let's go ahead and say hi to everybody's in the chat. So who's in the chat? John Wayne. John Wayne's always in the chat. Just about to launch. See you guys when I land. Okay, so he's not here. But we love you anyway, John Wayne. Thank you. Um, see, Bill H. Hey, Sean, I'm not flying this evening. Yay! We also got uh, PPG on, oh, the other Nick. Oh, good, the other Nick is on here. What's up, other Nick? Uh, Nick Griffin, uh, Griffith is here. Um, man, he can he can fly a paramotor, I, I, I love it. We got a big panel going too. Look at our big panel, this is awesome, I love it. Uh, we got JP, Will Fly, Michael, Eric and Jade and Jim. So let's go ahead and say hi to everybody and and tell us a bit uh, about yourself. Uh, we want to start with JP. JP, how you doing, brother man? What's up, guys? Can you hear me? Hear you. Hear, I hear you. I hear you fine. I, I hear you great. Excellent. So I am. You've been uh, you've been flying lately or anything? Not not lately. My last flight was at Moon Trainers. Um, I've been having a problem breaking full starts. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to get to the bottom of that. I. It's just so frustrating. Um, as rewarding and um, awesome as flight is, it can be incredibly frustrating and uh, disheartening when you have issues, you know, engine issues, um, you know, takeoff issues, landing issues, whatever it may be. Um, to have the flight, you know, kind of taken away from you, it sucks. But, I know. Uh, we'll, we'll get back up in the air. It's not a big deal. Just from remember you know that's the nature of things and we'll take it all in stride and get past it and move on absolutely so you're also known as TikTok tulo why is that <laughs> um i like to have fun with the uh, social media stuff um nothing huge i just make you know little videos here and there trying to have fun with with things uh i'm on TikTok as jp tulo um instagram jp underscore Tulo, YouTube is JP Tulo. Just uh, like to, you know, make little short videos, little skits or whatever. Just some some fun stuff. Nothing too well, serious. Maybe later on in this podcast, uh, we can talk about your TikTok Tulo stuff, which would be really sure. cool. Absolutely. We also got Will Fly in the house. If you don't know him, he's Will Fly PPG, and uh, he, he makes some really good videos. He also went over to Kitty Hawk and uh, flew Kitty Hawk, which was really awesome. Isn't isn't that like North Carolina first in flight? Indeed it is. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, JP. We love you, JP. Get out of here. You guys are killing me. <laughs> killing me. So yeah, you've been, you, you've been you flying around Will Fly or anything? Yeah. or? I have not been able to fly since Kitty Hawk, and it's in that that's been killing me too. The weather's just not been cooperating. 
thunderstorms every afternoon and it's not working. Well, that's, that's not good. Maybe, um, I don't know, anybody that's in chat, have you been able to fly lately? Has the weather been awful or, or what? Uh, let us know in the super chat. Uh, we also got um, Flying Flamingo Jade and Eric Lear. What's up, guys? How you been? We are doing well. We got home from our Moonshiners kind of vacation yesterday. Uh, had a lot of fun after Moonshiners. We went over to the Outer Banks in North Carolina. We actually joined up with Will and um, Nick and uh, Jim, CR120. Uh, who else was there? Um, Jade, I, I guess that's it. So ben. we all got a fly. That was kind of cool. Uh, oh, and JP. Duh. Um, or no, not JP. Who, no, I wasn't there? there. Was Ben there? No, I guess that was it. But anyways, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, um, we got to fly over the ocean again. We did see where it said first flight. I'm not going to rub that in. Um, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, we made it home safe. Everything was good. Um, and so on and so forth. That's awesome. If you're in the chat and you know our little inside joke with JP and NC or, or North Carolina first in flight, talk about it in the chat for a little bit. We'll, we'll go to that in just a minute, but it is awesome. Um, we also got the Flying Flamingo Jade, uh, Eric's wife. Uh, don't you have like a, a show or something that goes on uh, Wednesdays? What's that all about? I do. And it's called Girls Just Want to Fly! Exclamation point. And it's on at 7 p.m. Central. And this week I have a mother-daughter duo, um, and they did um, some skydiving. And one of the pictures she sent me, she got done with her tandem skydiving um, instructor. And I noticed he's wearing a Paralife t-shirt. No way. That's so cool. <laughs> so I sent that to Mark and he goes, I think he won that at um, one of the fly-ins Suwannee, I think. Um, so anyway, she started, the mom had started talking to him about um, paramotoring and she's looking into that. And also she's working on her pilot license, her private pilot license. So we're going to talk to her and her daughter who both did skydiving and daughter i believe is back in college now and um so we're gonna try to chat with her and mom tomorrow night awesome that's that's gonna be a good one can't wait for that uh let's look in the chat real quick we uh, have uh, mark mcelroy from paralifeppg.com welcome my friend uh david oller we also got angela preslick in the house welcome glad to see you guys here we got phil h um see anybody else charles walsh is in the house JP is chatting away. That's awesome. Nick Griffith is uh, still chatting away in there. Uh, good to see you all. This is going to be a really fun little short podcast tonight. Um, we're not we're not done with the introductions. Don't worry. We, we oh, also got oh, okay. no, don't know. don't don't worry. We're just saying hello to people I as know. we're going. I know. I mean, because I'm checking my lighting and everything. So I'm kind of distracted. Like, you I'm look beautiful. And I don't want it too boring. So, since, since you're already here and, and, and we're chatting, we might as well introduce Linda Anderson. She's our <laughs> cheerleader and also Paramom US. Uh, okay. 
Where's your little pom pom, girl? Do your pom poms. Uh, I told you I'm all just spoon berated tonight. Well, you know, next time you got to bring your pom poms or make, make some confetti pom poms okay. or something, right? If you guys want to be on the show, definitely um, go over to ParamomUSA.com. That forwards over to Linda Anderson's Facebook page, and she'll get you on the show if you want to be on the show. Hey, Jim, do you want to say anything? I see that you're, you you went black. You went dark. Um, are you there? Jim, whenever you come back, we'll uh, chat with you for, for a minute. Uh, I guess he's gone completely. Oh, well, you'll be back. You'll be back. We also got Michael in the house. Michael, PPG Majestic Air, also known as PPG Pooh Bear. Hashtag String Life. How's it going, buddy? Man, it's going good. How are you guys doing? We're rocking and rolling, man. We got a good, uh, a good practice day in. A lot of sunshine. Got some air in. Man, I'm feeling great. Just enjoying it. Because it's the string life, right? Because it's the string life, baby. That's awesome. Uh, that that string life, where where uh, you're going to be able to sell um, in a little bit, right? I mean, you're going to have um, uh, a store and everything, so you can sell string life uh, cool stuff, right? Right on. We got the uh, logo finalized. It's uh, ready to go. Well, we we are definitely going to be talking a lot about that because there's a lot of stuff that um, is. It's going to be very interesting. Kent Stamey, what's up, Parafam? Drop 10 bucks in the super chat. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. Um, we also got Mark George in the house. What's up? Um, let's see. DIY printing. Jim, you're in the chat, but you should be also here in, in, in here so we can say hi to you. So come back to us. Come back uh, tonight. Is there anybody else in here? Oh, there you are, Jim. What's up? You kind of like disappeared and we just saw you on the chat. How you been, bud? I don't know. Something's happening to my internet real bad. Well, yeah, it's your Yeah, something's going on with the internet. Sorry. I'll try and get that fixed. No problem, buddy. We'll we'll just we'll just hang loose, dude. So um we understand it's your uh your internet, eh? All right. Uh, tonight's show, we are talking about a new company that's uh, being formed that wants to revolutionize everything about paramotors and uh, being really innovative. Uh, the unfortunate issues that we've seen happening over this last week where people are getting their fingers uh, in a prop, we see people going down into into water and not having floats which causes issues and tell me what you think guys from what you've heard the number one cause of death in paramotoring is drowning is that is that what you guys have heard guys on the panel yes, yes. and the and the number one issues or uh, injuries that we have in paramotoring are strikes. prop strikes prop strikes so that yes. should be some that should be something that needs to be dealt with, right? I mean, you know, if there's some way of making a paramotor that, you know, floats by itself, you know, you don't need to have anything else in it. Um, line that's good, your your hoop that's uh, bigger and and stronger and everything's lighter. I, I guess what we need to do is find out from people in the chat, what are you looking for in a paramotor or a trike? 
I mean, and you guys too in the, in the chat, or, or you guys too in the panel, what are you guys looking for in a paramotor foot launch or a trike? I mean, what are the safety features that you guys are looking for in any of this stuff? So for my two cents is looking for something that's actually fairly strong. I, I mean, everybody at Bad Apples and everybody at uh, Moonshiners kind of saw how well-built mine was. Now, when I say well-built, mine is a little excessive. It's, it's, it's overweight, to be honest with you. Um, so I actually purchased a whole nother, um, frame that I'm, I'm taking off that steel hoop that I have. And I purchased another frame from, uh, uh, Mark George at Parisway, and I'll be putting that on this week, but I don't think I'm really jeopardizing much of my strength because what I saw, it was a fairly strong hoop. Um, I see too many people with um, trikes that I feel are not strong enough, the actual trike part of it. And um, I think that's kind of a safety issue also. Uh, lately, I've been having kind of an issue with people that are taking, doing tandems that aren't certified with a tandem rating. Um, and I'm looking a little bit more into this. Uh, I've talked to a couple of people about it. Um, I think there needs to be a little bit more uh, policing of that. And that's not the safety of the person giving the tandem. That's the safety of the people taking a tandem. Um, but uh, that's my biggest thing for as far as safety is concerned. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Anthony Vella just put out a good video on he took a tandem lesson from jade who was that one up adventures and uh jade and i have been kicking around the fact of doing tandems but we we may go down there get our tandem certification and instructors and sit on those for a while while we get more uh hours and flight time and that way um, we can do something that is safe to encourage people to sign up for this sport in a safe manner. Um, so, but, it, you know, I kind of went off the subject a little bit, but um, that's been bugging me just a little bit. But I think um, that's where I stand. That's only my two cents. That, that's interesting um, that you said that. How, how, how do we know and how do we police uh, tandem pilots? Do we just go up and say, are you certified? Uh, do you have your cert? Or, I mean, how do, how do you police it? Well, so what I've heard is a lot of people will just buy something. And because there's no policing right now, and they'll just say, I'm going to do uh, a tandem. And um, I don't think that that's real proper. Uh, and it's not this, as I say, it's not the safety of the pilot that is operating that. It's the safety of the passenger that does not know better. You know, and even though they're going up for a introductory lesson, um, they don't know. So you know um, what uh, I noticed uh, over a couple weekends ago at the fly-in, which I really liked, was that uh, 
Brian Waller has a sticker right on his uh, engine shroud that has his certification right there. So you don't even have to ask him. And I think for a tandem unit, I think that's a really good idea, you know, so that the everybody knows right off the bat, you don't even have to ask the question. The pilot is certified and to have the certification right there on the engine shroud or on the, you know, the gas tank maybe or someplace, you know, real secure. I think, uh, you know, that that would go a long way in reassuring, you know. I saw that on Brian's uh, air shroud, Mm -hmm. you know, and that is an awesome idea, but there again, who's going to police it. And if, and if somebody just comes up um, and just says, Hey, I would like a ride. They don't know better. Mm-hmm. And there again, Will made a valid comment a couple of weeks ago when we were discussing on a different thing. It's up to us to do our own policing. So now do we say, hey, we know you don't have a tandem instructor's uh, or a, a, a tandem certificate. You know, you should not be doing this. I, I'm not going to be that guy, mm-hmm. you know, but. I think um, at this point it would be probably wise if everybody that is in this group they have their own websites and their own youtube if you put you know put that in your in your descriptions beware tandem flyers that aren't certified you know the best we can do at this point is put the word out and public public shaming well you guys you guys are setting the the example for everybody so you know, put a disclaimer out there. Watch out for it. Yeah, yeah you, man. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is I don't want a public shame. I want everybody to be safe. No, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, the I'm biggest sure. thing is safety. Absolutely. So, you know, and I think that 99% of the people that are out here that are flying, if they're USPPA rated or not, we all want to see safety. We don't want to see any of our brothers or sisters go down. And we definitely do not want to see anybody go down that is on a um, introductory um, uh, ride. You know, that is not what we want. That would be, that right there would be a, the final nail in the coffin. Absolutely. That's so actually reminds me um i witnessed that at where were we at at palm bay 2019 there was a 13 year old girl going on an introductory flight um i don't know the details you know i'm actually i'm pretty sure the the pilot was certified um but there was an accident and that just goes to the point that we don't want to see that and anything we can do to avoid that um Trying to find the video of it here real quick. If you guys yeah, accidents watch. will happen. There, there's no way yeah. around that. Yeah, we, we definitely don't want uh, accidents or anything. Let me look in the chat real quick and say hi to people that jumped in. Uh, Jim CR120, welcome. Uh, Parachick, Mark George. Um, let's see who else we got here. Anybody else that I missed? David Wolf's in the house. He also, he also says, too, that 
he keeps his certification with him at all times. And I believe that's what you're supposed to do is keep your certification with you. So in case there is an F FAA guy there, it says, Hey, you know, um, are you certified? You have to have that on your person. Um, so even if you are certified and you don't have it on your person, it, you're, you're still in trouble. Uh, Tony Marzano is in the house. Welcome. And if I missed anybody else, I apologize. I'll try to look here again a little bit. JR Paramotors in the house. Good, good, good. Uh, make sure you say hi in the chat in case uh, we did not say your name. We'll say hello to you here in just a moment. What have we got going on here? What are we looking at? This is the midair collision with the tandem and the foot launch. That, oh, sheesh. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that, and that could have been really bad because somebody could have landed on that car right there. Right, right, right. Um, I, think I think everybody everyone walked was away fine. From yeah. Yeah, there's a 13-year-old girl on the, the tandem, and uh, there was another guy on the foot launch, and they just um, – that's the dangerous thing about flying is everybody's – it's just a big fishbowl of chaos, and uh, that never should have happened. That was – it just boggles the mind of how they both either didn't see each other or didn't think that the other one wasn't going to move. But it's not like someone, you know, moved at the last minute. They were both on a heading for a while and just. JP, it looked like that one. It looked like not the trite. It looked like the foot launch was kind of coming out of a turn when he comes around. Did he just. Um, it's. I don't think he just launched. He well, actually he, made some comments in the comment section saying that he was uh, doing rounds trying to land. And uh, he was having trouble landing or something. Um, yeah. I don't, dang, man. Oh, and he went down backwards. Yeah. Well, that was thanks. not a soft landing. So, so thank us that nobody got hurt bad. Amazing. Yeah, that that's really good. And um, what do you guys think about these airbags? I've been hearing a lot about airbags on foot launch. When I first uh, got into the sport, I I I didn't want to fly with that one. I thought that was the greatest idea. I didn't understand why you wouldn't have that. Um, I I went to where was it? Uh, Gravity or Glider Sports, I think, and ordered the Apco airbag um, to strap under my seat because it seemed you know, like there was no downside to it. Um, it's not there, you know, it's not there when you're um, going to launch, but once you start flying, the airflow fills it up and, and creates the pressure. And then once, you know, the, the airflow stops, it deflates and it's like it's not even there again. Um, but I had that on back order, I think, for nine or 10 months and uh, they eventually called me and said, yeah, we don't know if this is ever going to come in. You know, uh, we're happy to refund your money. So they refunded it. And uh, that was the last I ever really, you know, uh, I don't understand why we don't see him more is in short, the point of my spiel here. Um, I, I don't, you would think that it would be a great idea. I don't know. I don't see the downside to it. It doesn't take up as much space. It's there when you need it. It's not there when you don't. Um, 
I don't know how the mounting really works to it. If it's, uh, it's only compatible with certain harnesses or what, but yeah, it does seem like a great idea. To, I, wonder how you know, you'd, I wonder how you'd hook up your speed bar to something like that, that inflates and deflates. Right. Right. That's another sort of, I don't uh, think the speed bar actually comes close to it. Uh, we, Jade and I both saw somebody, I'm not going to say names, um, locally here in Wisconsin that was doing acro a little too close. He was test flying a wing. Um, he had the uh, airbag mm -hmm. and we think that saved his life. Wow. wow. So um, it, uh, I, I think it's a great idea, especially for um, when these people are training or newer pilots. What, what other, I mean, safety features? Those you, yeah, for those of you guys that don't know what we're talking about, it's like this right here. Okay, yeah. I think APCO makes uh, this particular one. Um, it's got a, a little window in the front that allows, this is an actual test of it. Okay, I think Mark George has uh, jumped in and is hanging with us tonight. Mark, uh, you are an APCO importer, right? And do you know anything about these airbags? Yeah, JP's pretty much got them uh, nailed down. He had one. They just kind of, they have a flap in the front that fills with air as you're flying. And I believe in that, right, JP? Yeah, yeah. It fills up the, the pressure of forward motion, fills up the bag, um, and creates positive pressure. Have you ever seen those guys that jump off of buildings and they jump into like a pile of cardboard boxes or whatever? Right. Or it's the same theory. Jump? It's just, yeah. 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 It's prolonging the fall instead of it happening instantly like that. It's kind of spreading it out to uh, decrease the shock, um, the de deceleration, if you will, which like is what this crumple. guy will show here in a minute. Yeah. It's like a crumple zone, which. But uh, a real you know, crumple zone. But a real crumple zone that, you know, someone is always famous for talking about. Um, it's on his ass. Oh, sorry. Well, it is. Here we go. Yeah, so this guy's going to come in and just plop it right down. And. Like what, pull brakes and just flop or what? Yeah. Or just, yeah. Or just not flare? Well, He's saying that uh, it's a thermal active, you know, thermal day, which is, yeah, there he goes right there. He just plopped it right down. <clears throat> I think he does it on concrete at one point too in this video. That, that sounds scary as hell. Hey, Mark and Amy, uh, do you guys carry something like this? And if you do, how much do they cost and how can we get something like this? uh i don't it's not something we keep in stock but um, it's something we could pick up i'm not sure what the price tag is on that we've actually never had a uh request i think it, it was just under 100 bucks okay. price point maybe around 75 something like that um but for whatever reason there is just not much demand that's that's why uh they could never source one for me when i you know was trying to get one and Either there's too much demand or not enough, but the you know the supply isn't there. 
That's very unfortunate. We should, we should be able to get those. The only thing I see right now from Avco is wings are backed up just a hair. $70. And the other thing is uh, Avco is having trouble with their harnesses because they cannot source the aluminum that they use to make the buckles and the fittings on the harnesses. There you go. This was one I was thinking of. Yeah, and you can see it just progressively deflates. It's full when he first comes in. It's, and then it looks like he didn't turn off his motor. <laughs> like his motor was still on. I think it was a clutched unit, so it was just kind of free spinning. Yeah, so I mean, you know, of all the things that you could put on a paramotor to make it safe. I think that that's something that needs to be, you know, looked into. I mean, why are we not having nets that are all the way around where nothing can go through? You know, I mean, um, did you see that pair, the video where the guy forgot to buckle his helmet and it went backwards through the netting because there's such a huge gap and went through his prop? There shouldn't there shouldn't be any there shouldn't be any gap that big. <clears throat> Yeah, then if you're talking about safety, um, where was that? Uh, David Wolf, question for the panel. With the exception of Linda, all of you have been flying for a good amount of time and have enough experience. Do any of you not fly with a reserve? Jade and I have reserves on everything that we own, and we have flotation on everything that we own. Um, I have a steerable uh, reserve front mount so I can put it on anything that I fly. I have a reserve in my car, not on my paramotor. So you don't fly with it? I don't fly with it. I, I just haven't put it on yet. Been meaning to put it on, yeah. I've <laughs> I run into that quite a bit. Kind of the same situation with floats. People who have them but just haven't gotten around to putting them on yet, which, man you know the likelihood of needing it is low you know i'll give you that but if you do need it and they're sitting right there in your car that's going to be a, a frustrating I know, can you, day i know can you imagine that that one minute as you're falling down going oh i should have put it on <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but I uh, actually, yeah uh, i actually have a couple of those uh sets of those view floats in stock by the way i have the uh, smaller set and then i have the uh 70 kilogram set um if you're flying over water you need to have a flotation device this is the pbg smoke or the uh the power floats the power floats power floats excellent one way yeah. to definitely die over water with no flotation now yeah, here's that's... something if you're flying over water and you do use your flotation that's not saying that that's going to save you so you know mm -hmm. i mean do you guys have hook knives? I mean, there's, it's unlimited. It's pretty much yeah. unlimited. You got to draw the line somewhere. Um, the only reason we have the flotation and the um, reserve is we have very little outs where we live. We have trees and water. So we have to do the best that we can do to keep it safe. We do have to fly over some water to get to some um, pastures that we could land in. But here in northern Wisconsin, we don't have many outs. 
Like it, we drive an hour south and it's unbelievable the change. But that is why. But I mean, we've been looking at hook knives and I need to get something ordered just in case something happens because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Absolutely. It's all about risk mitigation. There's, you know, there's always going to be some risk. But uh, how much, you know, is, is what we can control. Risk versus reward. And so when we heard about the, the guys out in, was it Colorado? couple months ago yeah yeah two of them right yeah and um drowned just because they were entangled in their lines that's when i mm -hmm. went and found my my hook knife and um knife that my police chief had given me so now i carry that with me all the time so i actually ordered a hook knife from europe that it's actually a dual it's a radio pouch and uh the flap to the pouch has a hook knife in it. Oh, this is it right here. Um, Jen. Yeah, Kyle O'Glee, that is one of his, the thing, the yeah. first week that you train with him, he's going to tell you these are the things you need to equip with yourself, and the first thing is a hook knife. Absolutely, because, it, you know, they're, they're small, they're not dangerous. You know, it's just they weigh nothing. Um, I like this one because it's a dual purpose. It also gives you a place to put your radio. It straps right to the front of your harness. You could also use it, you know, to, to tuck your phone in. Um, but then again, it doesn't have to be anything like that. It's, it is kind of pricey. These are 18 bucks right here just for a standard. Um, What's $18 for your life? Exactly. Exactly. You and think these things will cut through, those, those things will cut through your harness straps, your line, mm -hmm. everything. You wonder why or why have we not had harnesses that have a hook knife already part of the harness someplace that's easy to get to that's part of the harness so we don't need to have you know accessories i would really like to see a paramotor that is designed with floats um airbag the tight nets a hook knife um strobes and here's something too that i was just thinking about uh these uh, just like Kylo, um, his hand was caught back. Um, he wasn't able to let go because it was reeling in. How about a breakaway brake toggle? After so much pressure going back, it would break away. I mean, is that mm -hmm. something that's even possible? See, I don't think it was just the brake toggle. I think, you know, that could be any of the lines in your riser. And you know that 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 introduces a, another risk there is having that fail prematurely you know which is something you certainly don't want um i, I think uh i i hate to say that that's a, a you know an error in technique but um it's kind of just one of those things it, it, what we do is never going to be 100 percent safe Mm -hmm. um you, you you can mitigate the risks as much as possible but uh, uh the, the amount well, of one of the main one of the main reasons i do not fly a clutchless a non-clutched motor is because of that yes what did was it well i thought his was a clutch kyle oh. was that was that a clutch i think that was a moster silent that he was flying Okay. 
Um, I do see that picture behind you. It looks like you got a prop with lights embedded. What's that all about? Uh, you, well, if you were at Moonshiners, everybody got to see that, I think. Right. But, For the people that uh, don't and are like listening to the podcast, do you want to talk about it or not? It's, it's all right if you don't want to talk about it. Well, I mean, it, it is proof of concept. We are in the process we of uh, manufacturing those. We're in talks with a couple of uh, prop manufacturers to see what's the best route of getting this done from the manufacturing standpoint, uh, instead of trying to customize the props, each one ourself, um, takes about 18 man hours to do three props. So it's very time consuming. Um, but we're also trying to nail down the programming on a new controller that we're going to be using to where you're not just doing, uh, lights, and colors you're actually doing graphics so enough said <laughs> look at that so we're looking right now that's it right there on tiktok that we see right is that correct that is it that is really cool and um Amazing. so it's proof of concept it costs a lot right now but you are going to have it on the market eventually oh yeah 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 i mean we we could actually do these right now we if if we really had some people that, which I'm not, I'm just going to give you a little teaser. Uh, I was talking to somebody who is part of a certain group uh, that the team's actually looking at maybe putting their, these props on their paramotors. So um, we may be seeing them a little sooner than, than later, hopefully. Well, that'd be good. But, but as you can see, I mean, the, the concept behind this and the thought behind this is, you know, everybody's putting strobes and LEDs and stuff all over their paramotors. And, you know, you're having to tie wrap them down to your hoop or your net, uh, all of those things, your strobe lights. This thing can now become your strobe light, your entertainment, your, your advertisement. I mean, it, it's really... Um, it's un, um, it's endless what you're going to be able to do with it. Well, can't wait to uh, to find out more about that. And how do people find out more about that in your company? Uh, well, when we get it out, we'll actually have it on the website, of course. Uh, we don't have a specific price point, but I can tell you now, it's it's if you order a prop that's already ready to go with the controller and the hub that comes with it to house the controller. Uh, you're probably looking at around $600 uh, plus shipping on that. But as soon as we release it, we'll put it out there on the on the web and have them on the website there. Okay. ParisWagUSA.com. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask you, I was like, what's the dot .com? <laughs> what's the dot .com? What is the dot .com? Okay, we know what the dot .com is. Hey, so over at Moonshiners, also, did you guys uh, see the lights that were in my wing? I did. Yes. That was, uh, I don't know how many are out there, but that was uh, built by Mark there at Paris Wag USA. Um, I've used them on a couple of flights. They are pretty phenomenal. So, so um, did the new antenna work? The new antenna works. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, I think he's going to be doing mass production. He'll probably have about a hundred sets available tomorrow. He's, he, he better shut up. I tell you what, if you can, if somebody can find me, uh, 
100 to 200 micro 45s microchips, then uh, I'll be more than happy to start getting them. Yeah, JP has that up on the screen, those lights. Hi. So, Eric, you want to go ahead and explain how to arm it and everything since you've done it? Yeah, it's, it's actually very simple. All you do is you slide the proper color into the proper side of the wing. Yes. And then you hook uh, the battery is actually the magnet on the other side. So there's, there's, it's not, it's just uh, kind of clamping down between the material of the uh, wing. Um, and you turn them on, you turn on your, the helmet piece that you see the single strobe and you push um, the button of the strobe and it syncs all the lights together because those are not just red and green. Those are actually the white strobes that are in the wing too. Um, they uh, extremely bright. Um, that video does not seem to do it justice. No. And uh, the, I was afraid of the weight issue and didn't even notice. Didn't, didn't even notice. There was no difference in launch or anything. So hey, 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 Eric, was it worth the two-year wait? Was it two years? Yeah. Amy, it was three years, but I'm not counting. No, <laughs> no it, was, it, was, it was it was definitely worth the wait. I mean, I'm very happy with it. So um, I'm, I'll run them through their paces, and I'll be honest: if they suck, they suck. But right now, I'm real happy with them. Um, I don't have any complaints. So. Um, there again, it's, it's something that, uh, Mark is putting together. Um, and you know, like everything, I'm not going to sugarcoat. If there's something I don't like about it, I'll talk to Mark about it. And you know, if there's a correction, I'm sure he'll do it. So, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it, I thought it was a great, great, uh, product. I appreciate that, Eric. I appreciate that. And I, I just want to put this out there, you know, we, because of the strength, of our paramotor frame that we, we are known for the rebel Two, the, everybody has asked us, is there a trike? Is there a plug-in trike? Are they going to do a trike? Well, I'm here to say that there is going to be a trike. Evo aviation sent me some pictures the other day. They have a prototype that they've put together. They're doing some testing on it and uh, they're hoping to have that to me by the end of the year. Also, they are enlarging the gas tank to 18 liters. That's uh, the maximum. Oh, is eighteen? Yeah, yep, just under five five gallons. five gallons, right? Yep. That's the maximum you can have on an ultralight in the states, at least, um, if I remember correctly. Which uh, should get you a solid three hours, you know, anyone really. Um, well, not me. Uh, five hours gets me like two and a half. Five I mean, gallons, five, five yeah. gallons gets me two and a half hours. Okay. That's if you're flying in the hills of Tennessee, that'll get you maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, at that elevation, man, um, that was no joke. I, th I think it caught everyone out, the elevation that we were launching from. Um, the air is thin, so your motor's not running well. Your, your prop doesn't have much to grab onto. You don't have much lift. Um, man, who's a stud on this trike right here? Jeez, looks like he's been, you know, doing that for years. What a pro. That's Elena Honeycutt, isn't it? 
It's a pink flamingo that uh, really gives it up. Yeah, you had to you had to show me up on the trike. I was so proud of my takeoff and landing. <laughs> and here you come, like foot dragging or wheel dragging, whatever you want to call it, coming through. <laughs> I was like, man, look at this sucker. <laughs> so oh, you did so great, fun, man. Yeah. It was so fun. Oh, so much fun. All right, JP, like would you ever with... would you ever go into a trike now? Oh, I'm would building ever... one. Yeah, JP, would you? If I had See, it, it pre presents a whole another set of problems for me as far as uh, transportability. And uh, I mean, I, I'm not against it, but I don't have a trailer. You know, I the, the thing about foot launch that makes it so appealing to me is I can fold it up and put it in the backseat of my little car, you yeah. know, and that that's my aircraft, you know, and moving to a wheel launch unit, it's. You know, it just, uh, it changes the game a little bit. It makes it, you know, more... Have you thought about a retractor trike? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I... Yeah. <laughs> I, I you know, I, I, I don't have any issues with foot launch. It's, uh, you know, and I'm sure the day will come that I do, though. Um, because I, I don't have my, my left knee is uh, not 100%, but... Um, so I definitely see the appeal to having a wheel unit. Um, and I think when the day comes that I do need, it'll probably some be something, you know, very simple and lightweight, like a retractor unit or, you know, something like that, um, that I can just throw on, you know, and still fold up and, and have it be relatively easy to, to put together and, and, and transport. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, uh, if if I suppose if we can find one that can break down that you can put in the trunk, that might be the way to go. Uh, real quick, uh, John Wayne, thanks for the ten bucks in the super chat. We appreciate you. Uh, let's look in the chat real quick. Did I miss anybody from last time? We got the pair of chicks, Jim Cheryl one twenty DPs in the house. What's up, DP? Let's see. Um, anybody else? David Wolf is still here. Uh, Walter Priori from down under what's up buddy and anybody else or we just got the same peeps in here i think i said everybody's name if i didn't say something in the chat and bill h, bill h. yeah he was the first one in here hi, well bill h. hi bill h well, john way was the first one but he said he's flying he'll, he'll see us uh, when he when he lands so i guess he landed and uh bill h and he's he's always here um yeah we love him so I guess the question is, if you could have a trike, JP, that connects to your motor that you already have, that could break down very comfortably and easily into your trunk and, you know, break down and put together really easy, is that something that you would be inter interested in? Well, sure, sure. But the, the thing about that is that everything we do is about compromise. So things that you know are designed to do one thing specifically tend to do that one thing really well and things that are designed to do multiple things are designed to do multiple things but none of those one thing particularly well so with a you know something that breaks down like that you're bound to sacrifice 
whether it be strength, um, weight, cost, something is going to have to give. And uh, I, I think it's a fantastic idea if it's, you know, something that you can execute. But I think it's bound to be, you know, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be, um, yeah, you know, it's not going to be. I think it's a great idea if, if it were achievable, but I, I, I found that out too. You know, it's like when you have a, a cart that connects, there could be some weak spots and stuff like uh-huh. that. And uh-huh. I had a couple of uh, problems. Absolutely. With, uh, you did. Yeah. With, with, uh, with that, a- that exactly right there. Exactly. Proves my point is that, you know, it's lightweight and it's portable, but how durable was it? You know, it's bound to have, it can't deliver in every category. Um, or else uh, you're going to have, you know, some failure points. So I, I think simplicity goes a long way when we're just trying to get up in the air. You know, the, the more complex we make it with trying to add bells and whistles, the more possibility there is for failure points. So right. um, with that being said, yes, I would love to have something that does it all. And I'd like to buy it for cheap and be able to fold it up and put it in my pocket. Exactly, exactly. So as soon as you build it, I'll give you 20 bucks for it. Sounds All right. horrible <laughs> for 20 bucks. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I guess what we've been uh, talking about today is, you know, if you could, if you could have features in your pair motor, uh, what would they be? And we talked about having an airbag uh, floats that are part of the frame that you don't actually need floats. The, the, the thing floats by itself and it floats upright where it doesn't, you know, smack you into the face of the wall where you can't get out. Some sort of hook knife that's part of your harness, uh, tight nets so nothing goes through. Um, we even talked about a breakaway brake toggle just in case it does get caught in the in the prop for some reason it when it does go back your hand won't continue to go back and break free i don't even know if that's possible but it sounds interesting strobes that are part of your frame so you don't need to buy strobes or just part of it and transportability um that, that we just talked about with with jp something that's easy to transport and uh, i guess feather light we want everything that's feather light and something that won't break ever Ever. And if it does, it's covered <laughs> under warranty and you never have to worry about it. And reserves. Yeah. I don't know if that could be part of it, but I don't understand why we couldn't buy a wing that comes with a reserve. Why not a ballistic reserve? What's a ballistic reserve? Yeah, they use them in ultralights. The ones that shoot out? Yeah, so if you're low, it, uh, it opens up quicker. This is the idea. I went, yeah, you know what? I actually saw one. Uh, somebody was doing a, a test run where they um, collapsed the wing on purpose. And when they pulled the reserve, it broke away the canopy that was flapping away, you know, flapping away, and then launched out the reserve. And then he had to go back mm-hmm. and get the canopy because, you know, uh, have you seen something like that? Is that something that you'd be interested in? Something that would break away your canopy and then open up uh, behind it? I wouldn't want to lose my main canopy now. Not if that meant that, you know, your reserve wouldn't get tangled up in your canopy. 
I think well, that would wear a ballistic reserve. If you had a ballistic reserve strate- strategically placed and your wing collapsed, it's going to shoot it away. And all you got to do is pull a cord or hit a button or something like that. Hmm. There's no throwing the reserve. The reserve's going to go wherever that thing is pointed. Right. No, in my right. luck, I'd pull, I'd, I'd push the button for the reserve. It would shoot through my wing. <laughs> And I would forget to tie it on, and now I got a hole in my wing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you would have to remember to bring your wing first, Eric. (laughs) Yeah, all sorts of safety issues. Uh, uh, What do you guys think in the in the um, in the chat? What are some of the safety things that you wish that just came part of uh, a paramotor? Um, Anything in particular? Um, maybe, um, what is that, uh, go from car, um, carburetors to, uh, what is that EFI, in, you know, um, injected, right? So instead of carburetor, we have in, injected paramotors, mm-hmm. uh, it runs a little bit better. You don't have to mess with the carburetor. Um, uh, that's EFI, right? Yeah. Electronic EFI? fuel injection. Yeah. 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 So that's about what, $1,500 to upgrade your carbureted two stroke to EFI right now. Is that correct? About $1,500. Is that still about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was it. Uh, they still do yeah. Now, now I seen a post today by David Ruff. He's got a new trike and it's got some kind of electronic carburetor on it. I don't know much about it. I was reading, I was reading his post and he said it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible is what he was saying, but I know nothing about it. Hmm. Well, Viterazzi is supposed to have an EFI option for the Moster, aren't they? I think that's what the now they uh, do the team... have a regulator that you can mount that hooks up to your carburetor, and you can adjust the mixture on the fly. It has a little knob that you can mount on your paramotor within reach. Right, I've seen that. Yeah, DP said that's what scares him is having a reserve that gets tangled up in a wing. That's that's the number one thing that I always think about too. It's like, well, what happens if it's just flapping up there, you know, wow. and the reserve? And I've seen a lot of videos where it goes up and gets tangled up. You know, um, having that one that shoots your main canopy up and then shoots the uh, the reserve up. I don't know. Yeah. That seems to be would be safer. Yeah, you'd have to go back and get your your canopy but you're going down on a nice canopy you don't have to you know you don't have to uh reel in that stall ball or have the opportunity of getting it messed up or or stuck interesting now, i may be wrong but you know my understanding through our training was you know look to make sure you're clear throw your reserve and then pull in one of your riser with the lines <laughs> and get that get that wing you know basically bring that wing in as far as you can with one Tuck it underneath you yeah um quick note is don't try and pull it in by your riser pull because you can't do it it it's like trying to do pull-ups like it's it and every time you pull on it it pulls back pull uh one line i think it doesn't really matter which line just pull a single line Mm -hmm. preferably your brake toggle i think is what they suggest because it collapses the wing further um but if you try and pull the entire thing i wish i had the video um it's 
It's very difficult. If 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 any part of your wing is still open and you try and pull it in, it just pulls back so strong. Um, yeah, when I did the SIV course and we did the the reserve throw, um, I just had my hands. You know, uh, I just grabbed the brake toggles, put it in one hand, took the other hand, and threw it. So when it opened up, the main canopy just went straight down like this. And then the reserve came up and open. And I was able to pull it in. That the stall ball, your your, your your canopy just you know just stalling in front of you is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. It's almost psychedelic when you're watching. It's like that is mm-hmm. just weird. It's just all this fabric just going around this little ball like there in front of you. You pull it in like that, and and your uh, and your um, um, your your shoot is just bringing it down nice and slow. Actually, I don't know how slow it is because we splashed in the water. I can't imagine hitting that hard on land actually. So I, I, I opted for the biggest uh, Beamer. I think it's a 130 that's steerable that I could actually mm-hmm. flare. Yeah. Was it 140 is the biggest? 140. Is the biggest? Okay. I think I got a 130. Well, it is almost eight o'clock. Um, we're going to make this a, a quick podcast tonight. I know it's beautiful out there in some places and we got families to hug and kiss and dogs to go out and walk. Um, this is not winter time during COVID where we can go and talk for five hours on a podcast and people are still here. Um, uh, anybody, anybody in the panel have anything that you guys want to talk about or, or discuss? I mean, we can stay along as long as you want to. It doesn't bother me none. We need part two. This was not enough time for safety issue talking. <laughs> I, I, I agree definitely so we can do that again maybe we, maybe we can find some safety people that are into you know uh paramotor safety if you have somebody like that uh, let them know about the podcast let's bring them on next week and talk more about safety and paramotor safety and maybe manufacturers that you know are trying to build safe paramotors out there and safety features into our paramotors and stuff that'd be say? awesome yeah Absolutely. Oh, there was one. There was one more person. There was one more person that was with us at Kitty Hawk, and he's kind of famous. Brian Haybell Waller. Forgot to mention him. Oh no, we missed the Haybell Waller. How how do we forget that? Yeah, I put that in the chat. I, I did. I forgot Brian, and he's the one that actually set it up for us all. So I totally apologize for that. Imagine that. I, I, did, I did put that in the chat. Hey, Sean. Yes. Uh, next show, we're going to, I love your idea, and I will donate a hook knife for the wheel. Okay. For for next week? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and order some. I, the more y'all talk about this, the more I'm thinking about it, and I'm going to start getting some of this stuff on site. And, uh, you know, we had a, a good, we had good, um, Feedback. feedback on the strobes that we sold and the magnets that we sold so i think we're going to start adding some safety equipment to the uh to the list and believe it or not i count those magnets as a safety feature equipment piece the, the, magnet, the magnets on on what the brake toggles for the throttles Throttle. oh for the throttles oh yeah 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 um I'd like to try that one time and, and check it out and see how that how that works. We just uh, got like, 40 in. Well, I'll I, tell you what. I will donate here, a hook knife here, and this. magnets them, we'll for give, next show. I'm going to give away two here, magnets. Yeah. 
Mark, okay. Mark said we're going to give away two magnets right now. Can can we can we give one to to the host me that would love to try this thing? <laughs> so Periscope, you will donate two there magnets tonight, and the Parachick will donate a hook knife next week. Okay, nice. that's awesome. So I guess people are still here. Um, if you haven't hit that like yeah. button, please hit that like button when it really helps us up or is it thumbs up here? I don't know. I, social media just gets blended in a big blender to me. Um, how do we want to do this? Okay, real quick. So everybody's on the same page and there's no lag. Hit your refresh button real quick. Hit your refresh button. So we're all in the same uh, timeline. You know, no one's lagging behind and we're going to do a, um, a question and answer. If you make the, if you do, if you answer it correctly, then you get the hook knife. Does that sound good? Well, the hook knife's going to be next week. Two magnets tonight. Okay, a magnet tonight, right. Two magnets tonight. Two magnets. In a well, box what? for those magnets. Um, those magnets are really strong, and uh, they work. We have them now on every machine we have. Oh, blue. Blue. Okay. What are they? They hold seven pounds. Seven pounds. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yep. All blue, so two blues. Sorry, they're all blue. We just looked in the box, so two blues tonight. Super, yeah. Okay. Hope you like blue. We we definitely like the blue. We'll we'll wait about uh, you know thirty more seconds for people that you know hit that refresh button and are, and are trying to come yeah. back and make sure that we're good here. Yeah. So I guess the I guess we need to figure out a good question that uh, that people can answer in the super chat and uh have the opportunity of winning that magnet so tell us real quick uh periswag what is the magnet for and how does it work okay so the magnets are a wonderful idea that keep your throttle out of the way so you don't have to worry about dragging it or it get caught in anything yeah okay so as i was saying one piece of the magnet here it is again gets put on your throttle and the other piece gets hooked onto your harness and they are like, you just barely put it near your harness when it just snaps. It's so strong. And let's, here, I, Mark's going to turn around at one of the paramotors right now. I mean, put it in demo mode for you. So I'm trying, so I'm trying to figure out, I mean, I know how to, I understand it, but people that are looking at this and listening. You see it? So, so people that are look that are, looking at this for the first time and um don't understand okay, so here ahead. it is let me go ahead and spotlight it okay so right here here's part of the magnet you attach to your harness and then you have your throttle let me see where it is there's your throttle you have the other piece hooked to your throttle as we see is your background here, let off, well, let's go off the background hang on wait get the background off real quick <laughs> All we see is Mark chewing on something. What yeah. are you? What are you? What are yeah. you chewing on? He was eating a hostess ding dong. Okay, <laughs> such a there ding dong. Here, right here. here it is together. Harness. One piece is on the harness. Other piece is on your throttle. Okay, and watch how this works. Super quick. They're so, super attractive. They are um, super attractive. Very beautiful. There you go. Look at that. Snap. Well, and the thing is, is when I got through flying or when I was transporting my paramotor, I either would put the handle into the carabiner or I would throw it over the back of the harness or put it, stuff it into the harness, you know, 
this just makes it real quick and easy. When I get done flying, I, re I reach up and I do this right here and it goes together and I'm done with it. So that's just to keep your throttle from dragging the ground before Correct. you put it on your back and after you land. Yep, yep, yep. And also, I, and also, I suppose, too, as you're flying, if you want to just, you know, kick back and relax and weight shift, you could connect. Is that something, no. too? I think we need to go to back. That, that's where we go back to uh, safety show number two, where we never let go of our throttle. I like that. Good. All right. So what question are we going to ask the panel, the people, so we can have a – all right. Here we go. How about this? Which uh, state is the best? No. Because <laughs> we know it's going to be NC. All right, guys. Here's the question. The first person that types this in the chat and we see it here – wins what company is giving away these magnets right now tonight type that company name in the chat right now and the first one that pops up wins we built this while we were at moonshiners what is that the new HE-125. Ooh. Jay got it from the clock. Well, I think Aaron got it. Aaron's the first one that's not on the panel. Yeah, I was just messing. Did Aaron got that. Aaron and I. Aaron I? Good, Aaron. I, I was going to send you a free one anyway when I sent you your factory engine. But see, this works know. out. This works out perfect tonight. Oh my god! Oh my god! So Aaron, I got it. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. Got it. All right. Hey, DP dropped five bucks in the super chat. I don't know when you. Did. I just saw it. Thank you so much, DP. Did you say anything? Do I need to say uh, magnetize me? All right, magnetize me. I like it. That's awesome. All right. So, so you're going to send out one to, uh, to Aaron, right? Yep. I already got his address. All right. And we got one more. That away. Yeah. How about, um, yeah, one more. All right. Do you have a question since, uh, since you're giving away, do you want to go ahead and think of a question and have them? What is the first thing you should, number one thing you should always do when you're flying by yourself? I got it. I've got one. Is it the one that you just said? Did you everybody hear me? No. <laughs> well, <What>? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's something we talked about one of your early shows. And we were talking about when you're we flying by yourself. What's the number one thing you should always do when you're gonna fly by yourself? The number one thing that we do when we fly by right, ourselves. I'm gonna put it on mute and she's gonna tell me the answer. All right. You don't know the answer, Mark? can't believe that it was one of sean's early shows all right we also got randy milstead in the chat i see we got stephen goodpaster deweese milstead aaron i you what won kind of answers do we have i'll look at the answers whoever gets closest to what it, the answer should be 
What's the first thing you should do when you're going flying by yourself? Right. The number Jim, one safety thing Jim, we talked about. Jim Sierra one twenty said Jim Sierra one twenty said pre flight. No. Um, Nick Nick Griffith said cell phone charged. No. Those are all good things. Those are good things, but that's not David one Wolf way. said wear clean underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, actually, if you're David Wolf, you need to take spare underwear. <laughs> Bill H got it. Did right. you before Bill H? He just put it on there. Let someone know where you are flying. Yes. Bill Fly said, uh, uh, file a flight plan. Walter said, I got first place. I don't know. <laughs> DP said, DP said, P first. I don't know. I think DP got it right there. <laughs> Mark Mark McElroy said, uh, tell your wife. Yep. Yeah, but Bill got it first. And that's one of the things we talked about safety-wise in one of your early shows. Always let someone know where you're going to be, where you're going. Yep. Stephen Goodpastor said, tell someone. Dewey said, tell somebody where you're going. Nick Griffith said, uh, leave keys and vehicle. There you go. So they can come pick you up. That is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So, so what do we? I mean, are we talking about what do we do first? First, I mean, you know, yeah. I pre-flight my engine at the house before I do anything. The question was, what are one of the things you do before you go fly by yourself? And that's, that would no, be one of the things. No, it was the, the thing to do. The thing. I don't know. I think P before you go up is like the thing. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but every time I go to fly, I got to use the bathroom right before I go fly. I could have just used the bathroom five minutes earlier and I get ready to go fly. I got to go do it again. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I tell you what, if um, I'm in the market for a new vehicle and if Nick's leaving his keys and his vehicles, I don't go flying where he's flying. <laughs> no car. All right, so who so who won that second one then? So that's going to be Bill H. Bill H. Do you have, do you have Bill's uh, information? And I may see Bill this weekend, so we'll just hand it to him personally. That's awesome. Yeah. Go Bill H. Go, <laughs> Go Bill, Bill H. H. Woot, woot. <laughs> did you do the pom-pom, Linda? She did. Yeah. Okay, I missed I it. Pom -pom it away from <laughs> <laughs> that's I love awesome. I love you bunches. Hey, so so I'm curious for everyone that's out there. Uh, that's a good question. Is um, do you guys leave your keys in your car at a fly-in, or when you get together with other people, so in case you do um, land out someplace, somebody can get into your vehicle and go pick you up? I know a lot of people that have, and I jumped in many people's vehicles and went and found them. So, I don't take my keys with me when I'm flying at a fly-in. I take my wife and a spare set of keys. Okay. <laughs> that 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 makes that makes sense. You know, you have a spare set. Do you keep that? Okay. Um, how about the rest of you guys on the panel and you guys in the chat? Let us know what you uh, what you do. I'm I'm curious. So, what do we do? I don't do anything. No, we don't do anything. I, um. If Amy's with me, I take my keys with me. If I'm by myself and I'm the only one that have keys in my vehicle, I leave them in the vehicle or in my trailer. Okay. Yeah, that's what we do because Jade and I don't fly without each other. So we just tell her where we stash the keys. So yeah, uh, that way it's, it's accessible. 
So I see in the chat um, behind my uh, tires, inside the car, in the gas cap. Dang, man, we're getting all the good information here. Yeah, I know. I know. So now in the chat, let us know what vehicle you have. <laughs> and what's You're making model. Where is this usually parked at? All right. Social <laughs> security <laughs> number. We need so we have we we have where we can call Audi and have the vehicle disabled. So just so you know. Huh. Oh, Audi. I thought you said like an Audi, like a belly button. Okay. I I'm sorry. I was I was looking at the chat and I heard Audi. No, don't show mine. No, I do have a legitimate question though. How do you want to give away the hook knife next week? Just to spin the wheel or trivia question? Well, um, we can do either a question or if JP's with us and he wants to do the uh, spinning wheel of winning things, we can do that. What do you want to do? Uh, what? Excuse me? Hey, by the way, JP, will you send me a link to those hook knives that you put up? JP, they're asking you a lot, JP. I don't know. They're asking a lot of JP tonight. I know. I, I know. I can see well, back up. Like, you you want a wheel what? right now? Like, no, 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 no. Next no, week. JP. Next, yeah, next JP. week. Please. Oh, share. Uh, you gotta warn him. You gotta warn JP about this stuff because you know. Yeah. If deal. if you are That's around right. next week, do you want to do a spinning wheel or do we want to do another question and answer? Um, let's play it by ear. Uh. Yeah. Well, let's ask let's ask people in the chat real quick. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, people in yeah. the chat. What would you prefer? rather try to guess an answer and put it in the chat, or do you want something like a spinning wheel of winning things? No pressure, JP. No pressure. No pressure. Hey, and JP, I do want you to send me that link to those hook knives. Yeah, got, I'm going to messenger it to you on the messenger Facebook. Sound good? Yes, sir. All right, I got you right now. Okay. Hey, I'll tell you something else I started flying with, too, and I, and I was really not for it in the beginning, but wow. the longer I've flown... Uh, the more I'm kind of liking it now, and that's gloves. Uh, I flew at the beach a few weeks ago, and, you know, if any of y'all have flown at the beach, a lot of times you can fly, like, all day long. As long as you can stay in the air, you can fly. And that's basically what I did, and it got to where my brake toggles – I kept having to switch which finger my brake toggle was going through because it was cutting into my hand. I had flown so much. Mm -hmm. So – I started wearing these gloves and the last few flights I have done these gloves and I'm really liking it. Are those ones like you buy from Home Depot or something? These are actually biker gloves. gloves. These they're are actually biker gloves, but they are perfect. They have these little gel inserts into them and yeah. they seem to go right where the brake toggles are. And it just, uh, you can also use your phone with them. Oh, that's awesome. Those are cool. So you can't buy them like from Lowe's or Home Depot then, right? You can get them at walmart.com. Oh, really? Yes. Pretty cool. Okay. Okay. There you yeah, go. Yeah, so um, Deloes has a question. I'm glad I'm glad you said that. I was going to I was just going to say that good. Go ahead. About uh, where can I get insurance for my paramotor? Liability insurance, she says. Very like for the paramotor question. itself or for the human being? I think the paramotor itself is what she's looking for. It should be under your homeowners, shouldn't it? Um, no. I don't think they cover that. 
you're going to be hard pressed to find any kind of insurance company for that. For that I, I think I think somebody needs to start that. Somebody needs to open up an insurance company for us, us pilots. Uh, your best insurance is to when you get done flying, bring it inside of your locked garage or your locked yes. house. Yes. Because if it's, it's in the house, it's under your homeowner's insurance. No, it's not. Right? It's not. It's well, not. It's an aircraft. It, because it's aviation. No, this is not. pieces pieces of my aircraft, though. If it's not in. Yeah, they took Correct. all the pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they the took magnet, my cage. The, the magnet that you won tonight would be covered. Everything <laughs> else is not. Okay, here's a really good idea. Uh, you know, the alternative to health insurance, that one group, people who want to be members, they put so much money into a pot and that helped pay for everything. We should get all the PPG people to that, start something like that and self Like crowdsourcing? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. That's what we should do because you're not going to find insurance out there for us. I'm going to drop a link into the chat real quick. Over at the USPPA, they do have insurance, um, but it's for, well, I'm not sure. It just says insurance for. It's probably kind of like AMA, like um, AMA insurance for the RCs. So it looks like um, it has. Ow! Oh. Um, medical payment, property damage, property insurance. Damage. So I don't know. I, I guess we need to figure out if this uh, third party um, membership, it is a membership liability plan, USUA through the USPPA. I just posted the link. Um, I don't know if that does the aircraft or is that a policy for us as people? Well, I do believe your health insurance will cover you when you hit the ground. Um, no, your health insurance, I do not think it does. Well, if, you, if you're live, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think your health insurance does, but your life insurance does not. Life insurance does not, but your health insurance, our, our health insurance does. It'll cover us in the hospital. Okay, good. All right. Um, if anybody has any information about paramotor insurance itself, as far as like insuring a paramotor, um, let us know. And uh, Mark H. Track Jockey, PBG Track Jockey said, not anymore. Used to be first flight insurance, which does or relationship does not exist anymore. So that link that I put there does not exist anymore. Well, here's the thing: is see, to me, in the past, I've never done it. I'm like my four wheelers or my, you know, my motorcycles. Yeah, but not like four wheelers. I never insured my four wheelers. You know, I bought them and used them, and when I got done with them, I sold them. I never had them insured. But I know people can add those items to their policy and insure them next to theft and stuff. So why couldn't you do a paramotor? I don't know. Amy's going to call. We have, uh, who do we have? Standard. No. Standard. Dewey said you have to be at least a PPG2 rating for it. And Jim Sierra 120 said, I think it's liability insurance so that landowners don't freak out when we fly over their place. That might be it. Uh, Mark McElroy said, mine does and my life insurance does cover me. 
So I must, I guess there's a writer or something, Mark, that you had to, uh, to do over and beyond what you already get. Probably stuff you have to add. Amy's going to call ours tomorrow just to check. So I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure you can buy anything from anybody. Yeah. I mean, I'll sell you guys insurance. <laughs> I if used to have a, uh, a boss that, at the used car dealership and he would say, everything is for sale. Everything <laughs> has a price. It's just all about what you're willing to pay. That's right. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, Amy just said too, I mean, it's not like we can't all get together and find some way of making insurance for us and uh, have like a group insurance. There's got to be a way that we can do that. Somebody out there must have that information or, or being capable of doing such a thing. Um, if anyone out there knows of anybody that is into the insurance stuff, ask them if there's something that they can do or if they know somebody that can actually make um, insurance for us as um, ultralight pilots. That would that'd be really cool. If uh, Eric is going to be selling insurance, I'm going to start selling HVAC. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any other questions uh, in the chat about safety or something that you guys would like to see in a paramotor or a trike? Um, how about the, here's something that's interesting. Um, we were thinking about making a trike that had a removable front end with a clip that could either be a single wheel or a double wheel. So you could either have a trike or a quad at a flip of a switch. What are you guys thinking about that, that, that fly trikes? Would you rather have a trike or a quad or be able to flip between both? I've never, I've never flown a quad, so I'm not sure on that. Okay. Yeah, uh, do we better than the other as far as more stable or? Um, I've, I've flown both and I really like the quad because it's kind of like, I don't know, when you're, when you don't have the wing above your head, you, you drive around like it's a four wheeler. And I really like that. Um, I did that a lot with the, with the track that I had too. Um, I doesn't the I asked a guy that had a quad in the trike at the Moonshiners, and I asked him if having a quad hinders your steering ability, and he says it does a little bit, but it doesn't really matter. That's true. Doesn't really matter. All right, any questions in the chat? Anything that you guys want to talk about as far as like um, part two next week when we talk more about safety? Um, Justin Lewinsky, uh, I bought a new paramotor from Carolina PPG this evening. I'm super excited. Oh, good. Congratulations. It's always nice when you get your brand new paramotor and you're ready to go out and fly, which reminds me, DP, you got your, uh, you got your wing and you could, did you get, did DP get his motor too, or just his wing? Anybody know? I, I don't know that answer. Is just two wings. Pilot? I thought Justin. he was just waiting for his wing. So I think he has his motor already. Oh, okay. Good. And and congratulations. Uh, who was it? He just got something J from Justin. Is he a new pilot? Justin, he I uh he's been around about a almost a year, I think. 
he was at uh, Moonshiners, came around. Um, man, yeah, I got to meet him finally. I've been talking to him on Instagram for – it's been a while now. But uh, that's Congrats, awesome. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Darren and Alan are good people. That's a good yeah. company there. Big Lou. Absolutely. And, and just suppose if you are posting videos or anything, um, drop your YouTube link in the chat so people can go over there and subscribe to your channel. I got him right here. Okay. All right. It's 830. Um, I think that people have uh, something to do other than listen to us. Big Beagle W Beagle Beagle. What am I looking Big at? Lou. Big Lou. Lou. Oh, Big Lou. Lewandowski. Gotcha. Big Lou. That's okay. his name. Lou Lewandowski. Sorry, I got old grandpa, you know, um, eyeballs, and I don't have my glasses right now. Oh, so. yeah, man. No, no, I've, of course, I've met, I've met him. I thought it was Kenny, though. Wait, I don't have my glasses on, so. I know. Yeah, well, he was at Moonshiners. Yeah. I met him. All right. Um, if there's any question in the chat, make sure you uh, ask that question. We're going to start closing out everything real quick. Um, but we will answer questions as long as you want. Uh, we'll fly. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your weird shenanigans, and how we can get up with you and and uh, watch your your cool shows. Yeah, man, you can find me on YouTube under Will Fly or WillFlyPPG.com. Dot com. And who else do we have in the house? JP Tulo, otherwise known as TikTok Tulo. How do we uh, get up with you, and where's your shenanigans located? Uh, yeah, I'm on the TikTok and the Instagram and the Facebook and the, the YouTube, JP Tulo. Um, PPGJP, what, what's my thing, Sean? JPTulo.com, PPGJP.com. I hope you know your dot-coms. My <laughs> um, dot-com, it's, yeah, yeah. Hope you know your dot-coms. Hey, we got, the, we got somebody with pom-poms. Linda Anderson. What, what are you doing with those pom poms, girl? Who are you? I have. I've been having so much fun hanging with everybody tonight. <laughs> this has been super duper. I've been behaving myself, you know. I know I got on there because I was late. I didn't know what was going on. I just jumped on. Hey, no. oh wait, okay, okay. You, you, you. No, I'm Paramount USA. My son has a show on Paragon Chat. Dot com on Thursday nights. Y'all got to come out, hang out, lots of laughs, lots of fun, lots of information and everything and all that good stuff. So, come on down. That's it. All right. Good deal. Well, well thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, a couple of people have asked some questions. And... You know that. What's that? I said, I love you guys. You know that. I believe in this well, Monday night. Absolutely. And we love you right back. Because you're okay. so adorable with your pom-poms. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've been working overtime tonight, but I've been having so much fun because, you know, keep it going and all that stuff. So. Randy Milstead in the uh, chat said, Sean, did you get your trike fixed? Not yet. Um, Going to be working on it. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to figure that out. Um, where were each of the Wright brothers born, Jim, Jim CR120? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Um, but I know where their first flight was. 
Let's see. Sean, where is the video of your trike crash? I think it's still on my phone. I've been, we've been working really hard with the, uh, with the students. And uh, matter of fact, um, one of the students here, Michael, say hi, everybody. We had a we had a trike uh, trike uh, we had a um, a tow clinic and uh, we it was it was rough. That's what my dog said. At least they said, "Man, this is rough." But um, how how do you uh, how do you enjoy your your weekend, Michael? Uh, helping us over with the uh, with the tow clinic. I can't hear you. Maybe he's on mute. Maybe I I can't see him. Let's see. Um, there you go. There you go. Hey, okay. yeah, the sun was out. It was a wonderful day. We had a good time. We got um, a lot of kiting in. We got uh, one of the other students up in the air. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, we did a lot of learning uh, with the uh, tow motor. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful day. Absolutely. Um, what is that behind you? I see something that says string life. What is that? And I see Michael PPG majestic air. What, what, what's all that about real quick? Well, we're going to, we've uh, got a site up on YouTube and it's uh, uh, PPG And you can watch me and the wife learn how to get up in the air and uh, learning our cutting abilities and uh, just check out how we're doing. Okay, so can I call you Pooh Bear now? You can. Oh, no, not Pooh Bear. All right, so Michael is now officially Pooh Bear. Anybody that, that talks to Michael, we have to say Pooh Bear, right? Pooh Bear. <laughs> what yeah. was your YouTube channel again? It's ppgpoohbear.com. <laughs> I'm making notes there. No, I don't even feel right typing that in. Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Now, now, what's your wife? I, you, I feel you, like if you get one letter wrong, it might take you to a place you want to forget. <laughs> yeah. I think it's got to put me on some list. I got the same side, the wrong one. <laughs> that so, leads me to a question: If a bear poos in a forest and no one's around to smell it, did he really poo? No, I don't poop. Ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't we're, I don't think we're talking about actual Pooh Bear. We're, <laughs> hey, what, what is your wife's um, uh, dot com? She is ppghoneypod.com because oh, you know. Oh, I get it. Oh, Honeypod, right. Pooh Bear. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this still PG? I see. And, and, and apparently it's PPG because, you know, it's PPG honeypot, yeah. PPG Pooh Bear. Okay, so we're keeping everything PPG. Good deal. And if you put those together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, um, we're, we're also, uh, uh, Mike and I and Tom, Tommy are going to talk about something this next week coming up also, which is going to be quite interesting. We might even have a couple of prototypes. That's the, the plan. So it'll be pretty neat to see what's going to be coming up. Uh, in the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. We also got Jade Lear. Um, I think that he's ppglear.com. But man, tell us a little bit about uh, about you and your shenanigans and all that stuff. I think you're on mute right now, buddy. He goes, oh, crap, I'm on mute. Where's the damn mute button? I'm old. Eric? Oh. Nope, that ain't working. See, I can see him like trying to do it, but it's not working. It's technology. It's not an air conditioner. <laughs> oh, are you talking guys. to me or Jade? <laughs> Eric, you called you called Eric Jade. No. Yeah. 
Did I? I said yeah, PPG did. Lear, didn't same I? Thing. Said, same thing. Yeah, that's all right. I can say <laughs> that, you know, you can get us confused. Jay, anyways, um, yeah, you can find me at ppglear.com and watch absolutely nothing because I don't really do video. But uh, that's okay. Um, I just fly paramotor and make sure that uh, my wife is safe doing it. So. Yeah, that, that, and, and you're also a foot launch and a trike user. I am foot launch and trike. And, um, yep, that's what I that's what I enjoy doing. What, what do you like? Well, just curious, um, since you actually do both and um, you, you know, trike. you fly both. What do you like better? Trike. It depends on the day. And the okay. reason I say that is because uh, someday I don't want to run and Okay, so my biggest thing is if you can lay out the wing perfectly behind the trike, you can launch that trike without any problem. It's all in the layout. Any instructor is going to tell you it's all in the layout. Um, so, I mean, if I want to be, I don't want to say the words lazy because it's not lazy. If, if you want to just not run <laughs> like moonshiners, then you use the, the trike. Now, foot launch, I like foot launch because you can, I feel it's more maneuverable. My wing overs are a little more maneuverable and I don't have that thing in my head knowing that it weighs a little bit more. I really don't want to talk more about acro because my wife is sitting next to me and she doesn't know it. So anyways, um, but I, I do like the um, foot launch because I think it's a little more uh, fun to fly. Let's just say that. Is there anything, as far as safety-wise, is a trike safer than foot launch or vice versa? What do you think about that, especially since we've been talking about safety? Is there a safety um, benefit for a trike or a foot launch? Um, safety-wise, I think, I think foot launch, I think your wheels are a little safer because you're not running and taking that risk of landing and getting your knees or whatnot. And Jim, I read your comment and very funny. <laughs> uh, the people at first flight would understand that one because I didn't want to walk up the hill. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, hey, just look at look at cats. Look what happened to yeah. cat at Moonshiners. That's a perfect example. If she would have been foot launching, that, that could have been a lot worse. Correct. Uh, that is correct. You know, so I think that um, I, I think that. I think the trikes or, or quads, I, I can't really speak for quads, but I think that uh, the cage protects you a little bit. Um, but you know what? If you're a physically healthy human being, foot launch is perfect. And there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't. Um, I think they're both as safe as you make it. So. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Um, anybody else out there believe uh, think the same thing too? That, uh, or or has done both? Um, is there any benefit for wheels? Uh, do you want to just do wheels because you know you, you think that's like an old man thing? I'm telling you, once you once you try the trike thing, you're gonna be like, okay, I want a trike. I mean, yeah. look at look, look at Tucker. Look at Tucker. You know, Tucker's like, man, this is pretty cool. So not only did he got a trike, then he got a tandem. It's pretty cool to have all. You know, all forms, foot launch and trike and quad, I think. That's why I don't want to try it twice. Trike. Wait. I, I think that I'm going to like it. I know you would. 
I will you say, say like it well, what now? you're going to like it. Hey, yeah. I can tell you this right now. Eric laid the wing out for me. He, he, Jade gave me a crash course on how to get in the air, and neither one of them told me how to land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but it all worked out. I mean, I was, I felt like I was cheating. That's how easy it was. Uh, really? Wow. It was hmm. effortless. JP, how, you know, how easy was it to control the wing once it was overhead? Dude, I, your correction. You know, Jade, Jade basically told me, she says, Eric's like, you know, you're going to start at 90% throttle. You're going to feel the pull of the wing. It's going to come up. You know, you're going to brake check it so it don't overshoot you. And then Jade was like, whichever the wing, whichever way the wing is tilting, you want to steer that way and get back under it and, you know, kind of get back. But I got lucky. Everything came up perfectly straight. So I never had to steer or anything. I just went straight and I started hitting full throttle and I just kind of give it a little bit of brake pressure and it just lifted off. I mean, it was way easier than I, I mean it looks way more violent from the sideline than it does sitting there doing it hmm. and yeah. i did teach you how to land you just weren't weren't listening apparently zoned out that's funny and if you don't know who just said that it's flying flamingo jade i think she has a show that goes on every wednesday night and it's all girl podcast talking about paramotors and stuff uh, tell us a little bit about that, Jade. Yeah. Um, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central. Go to paramotorgirl.com or Flying Flamingo Jade on YouTube, and you will find that. And uh, hopefully we'll start right at 7. And we're going to interview this week a mother-daughter uh, uh, team that did some skydiving. And mom is interested in PPG. So I think we should have a lot of questions in there or some positive things so she can uh, further her interest and uh, look into the sport a little bit more, help her out. She is from um, the outskirts of Atlanta, Georgia area, Evans, Georgia. And um, let's see. And she's also getting her private pilot's license. Ooh, so, that sounds yeah. good. Now, now it's an all girls podcast, so I can't listen to it. Is that correct? That's not correct. Oh, um, well, okay. I so encourage, I encourage everybody to uh, join in on um, podcast or in the chat during the live uh, show and add any comments or any positive things, any questions that you might have for any of the guests on the show. And you can also check me out at, um, I try to try to keep up with JP on TikTok. Um, and I'm flying flamingo Jade 12. And I'm also on Instagram as flying flamingo Jade. Awesome. So just because we're guys doesn't mean we can't go over there on Wednesday night, go to paramotorgirl.com. Uh, make sure you hit that bell notification. So when she does go live, you can listen to her amazing podcast. You are on episode what 13 coming up? Uh, no, this will be number nine. Oh, number nine. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Number nine. Hey, you're almost in double digits. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you're a big girl. <laughs> We also have Mark and Amy George here from Paraswag USA. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do and, uh, you know, just curious, what kind of safety equipment do you have and how do we get to check it out? 
We work. have zero safety equipment. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> uh, no, we have a lot of it. We have strobes. We have fuel sensors. We have, which we don't have any of those in stock. Anything electronic right now is really tough because a lot of our stuff is built by the manufacturer who came up with the idea, the, the guy who came up with it in his basement. Uh, or, or, you know, it was turned over to us and we can't, we can't do anything. We can't really build anything electronic, but we do have some prop hubs coming, some quick release prop hubs coming. We are uh, working on the LED light system for the props. We sell paramotor gear. We sell wings. A matter of fact, I have three BGD wings in stock right now. Um, I have a 26, a 20, and an 18 Luna 2. Um, so if anybody's interested in those, just hit me up. And check out our website at paraswagusa.com. And Amy, what? what's your website? Oh, uh, com. I thought you have parachick.com also. I do have that one, but it's not linked to anything. I just stole the name. Well, we <laughs> just secured it. Link it. <laughs> link it. Link it to, to whatever. You um, have to teach me how. All right. Well, come over here. And, and I mean, I told you to come to the toe clinic. I know, but we were exhausted and all that. We had Emma Grace going off to college. Yeah, we had to drop a child off at college yesterday. SAU. Southern Arkansas University. Ooh, that's cool. When you and I, yeah, when you and I were talking about towing and everything, I completely forgot about her going to college that week. <laughs> that's no problem. We have toes, we have ankles and knees. Anytime that you want to come over, we got all sorts of clinics. It's awesome. It's fun. Uh, was there any other uh, questions that popped in the, up in the chat? Uh, not a question, but uh, tomorrow night we have Never trust a skinny chef Shane with his show on Tuesday night, the Tuesday night hangout at uh, eight o'clock central, nine o'clock Eastern, I do believe. That's, that's still that's seven central, right? Which is the same as our show here. This is the same, same, right? So clear proposition. Shane's at seven and Jade's is at seven, right? Central. Yes. Okay. My time. My time, not your time, Sean. You're one <laughs> hour behind. Me. I just know Central and Eastern. That that's all I know. Central is all that matters. That's that's what I post. I don't know. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I just you know what? I just show up. You know what I'm saying? I just show up. It's like absolutely. I look at my clock. Okay, Sean is wait. Okay, one hour. So it's this time and. Yeah, well, it's, well what's really easy too is all you got to do is go over to uh, like um, you know my YouTube channel and it'll show you um, what's next you hit remind me and it tells you how many hours it is on in your time oh in my time right your time that way you know no, it's, it's easier just to to message you and say okay when are we going on that's just, I just, you know, like you guys are my family. So I don't need all this fancy stuff like, okay, I'm going to text over here and that. I just text somebody and say, okay, when's the show? That's it. Good. So, so Mondays, in case you don't know, Mondays is ClearProp TV. Tuesday is uh, ppgshane.com with his hangouts on Tuesday nights. Wednesday, we have uh, uh, hair. Girls just want to fly. Girls, all right. 
What? No. Girls don't want to fly? What? <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? No. <laughs> Girls just want to fly. Exclamation point. Girls. All right. Get it right, um, Sean. Right. <laughs> and you can find her at paramotorgirl.com uh, on Thursday. I think there's something on Thursday, too. What's that all about, uh, Linda? <laughs> Paragolidingtalk.com with your all host, right. Robert Michael, the one and only. That's right. We definitely know that. We got. Hey, when you gonna come out? When you gonna come out with a new, a cool new video, uh, uh, Will? Oh, maybe in a couple days. We'll see. See how it goes. Oh, we'll oh. see. I love it. We'll. Oh, see. that means he's working on something. <laughs> we'll fly. We'll see. We'll swim. I know it's all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Will. When are you gonna come up with the show? Yeah, we're waiting for that. You know that Friday is available. Saturday night's available, you know, yeah. Sunday, Sunday is our paramotor nation. You know, if we have talk yeah. shows every night of the week, I'm never going to get anything done at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Well, Shane, Shane uh, messaged me and said he wasn't going to be on the show because of something that happened. So um, oh. everybody, everybody say, we love you, Shane. Love you, Shane. Love, love you, Shane. Shane. Skinny Chef. Hey guys, I gotta run. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We're all gonna leave here in just a minute anyway. So thank yeah, you all for watching. Subscribe if you haven't. Um, we'll see you tomorrow at Shane.com uh, and uh, on Wednesday over at ParamotorGirl.com. Thumbnail. Oh yeah. Well, I'll I'll just find a thumbnail and put it up. There yeah, there's my thumbnails right there, right there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I got you. Y'all have a great evening. One, Thanks. two, three. <laughs> we, always, we always have to hold it we for do. five minutes when this. Every time JB does this, we have to sit here for five I minutes. I know. It's like, well, hold your breath. Maybe, maybe if everyone would, uh, would, you know, look at the same time. Look, do another count. Just as long okay. as you don't make us a cheeseburger. Okay, ready? Oh, one. Pictures. Oh, again? Oh. Everybody look up. Everybody look go. up. Ready? One, two, three. Perfect. All right. Go ahead and text Thank that you, to me. Love you, JP. Or, or, or put that in the messenger. I'll put that up like right away if you message it to our to our messenger thing. Messenger? Yeah, messenger. <laughs> messenger. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, if, if anybody, and if anybody knows any safety people that like to come on the show next week, um, uh, tell them to get up with me at ppggrandpa at gmail.com or go over to paramomusa.com, get up with Linda, and she'll hook you up. Right. Great right. show. Great show, y'all. Yeah, man. I love, it. I love you guys. <laughs> it's out. Y'all come back now, you hear? That's right. You tell me. Oh, my God.